Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm excited to bring you interviews with empowered entrepreneurs who build their businesses on gratitude, self-love, and kindness. Today, I'm so excited to welcome Robin McMahon, Certified Parent Coach, where we have an honest and authentic conversation on overcoming parenting challenges. Hey everyone, Julie Boye here. Super excited to be continuing on this journey of 30 Days of Self-Love, a project uh, just to learn really and understand how different uh, practitioners are using self-love in their own lives and with their clients today. Very excited, I've got Robin McMahon, Parenting for Connection. She and I actually met through a fantastic organization that we both belong to called Mompreneurs. And we've known each other for just over a year. And what I love about Robin is that she's got such a beautiful focus on helping parents to really shift their mindset of how they're parenting their children and creating much better, closer connections. So I just, I'm so excited, Robin, that you're here with me today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I'm really happy to be here too. Oh, fun. So Robin, for those that haven't had a chance to connect with you yet or meet you, I'd love for you to share a little bit about, you know, how you got to where you are today. Tell me a little bit about your story. Yeah, thanks, Julie. Uh, you know, for me, uh, <laughs> pretty much everything changed when I became a parent. Um, I had um, had a really, I had a really, you know, had a really big view of what it was going to be like to be a mom. And um, when I, when I finally had my first child, it completely rocked me to my core. And uh, it started out with the birth not being how I expected it to be all the way to finding out that my child has some, some mental illness, some learning disabilities, things like ADHD, uh, anxiety disorder, different things like that. So um, over the last 14 years, I have been through a lot with my child and um, what I, what I, how I started parenting was through dominance. Like you do what I say, I, you, you just do what I tell you to do, whether you like it or not. And all that did was created more conflict in my home, made me feel terrible because I'm not that kind of person. I, you know, I definitely like to have things under control, like I'm sure most people do. But for me, it was really, um, I really, I really hated myself because I was yelling at my sweet, beautiful boys. And by that time I had two boys and I was... I didn't have the relationship that I wanted with them and I didn't have the relationship with myself that I wanted to have. So after a long search and many, you know, asking for help from many different areas, I ended up hiring a parent coach for myself and the experience was transformational for me to relate to my kids in a different way, to show up in a different way and to, to, to change my perspective on their behavior has been life-changing so much so that I couldn't deny it. And I left a, a marketing career that I had for 20 years and do this now full-time. I just want to like, when you said the words, I really hated myself, like mm. my heart just like felt like crying for that because I am sure you are not the only parent mm. who has experienced this feeling of like, I don't like the way that I am as a parent but I just, I don't even know what to do. And so, you know, you're, you're finding yourself in this situation, like 
what was that like? Like, well, how did that show up in your relationships with your kids, with your work? Like we yeah. were going through that difficult time. Tell me a little bit about how it was kind of showing up for you. So it showed up in deep shame, deep shame. And, and like you said, so many parents are, have felt this way too. But I think, especially as a mom, you know, we're told early on that this is our lot in life, right? Like we are going to be mothers, right? We're going to be married. We're going to be mothers. And, and of course it's not across the board, but in general terms, I think that that's what we are expected to do. But the, the thing is, is that we don't realize that once we are parents, first of all, there is no handbook, right? There is no, nobody really tells us how to do this. All we have is our own parents to show us what they were doing. And, and quite frankly, there's these generational parenting patterns that don't serve in terms of empowering kids and listening to kids. It's all about, you know, you just do what I say because I say to, right? So that's what I did. And it just wasn't working. And so the deep shame for me showed up in withdrawing from my friends, family, um, you know, my mom used to cut out articles about how damaging yelling at your kids was. And I was like, yeah, I know, but I don't know how else to do this. Right. Um, so it was depression. It was shame. Um, and I know other moms feel that way because they feel like they should know how to do this, but how are we supposed to, we have instructions for everything else in life. You want to put up a shelf? You've got an instruction. You want to make a new meal? You've got a cookbook, but parenting is the most important job ever. And we don't actually have a manual for that. And, and it, it, we, it's like we, we are not set up for success. And then we feel the shame and beat ourselves up about it. Yeah. And it's like, and even if you had a manual, you're like, my kid is so different than your kid. Like they're yeah. all individuals. So it's like, and I mean, that's what you feel like when you're reading a parenting book. You're like, that, yes, that's my kid. That makes sense. But that doesn't actually make right. sense. Nor does it work for my kids. So I'm really confused now. And you're like trying to find help and you're trying to find solutions and you just, you end up sometimes feeling worse because you're exactly, yeah. someone tells, sends you the article. You're like, yeah, I know. No, I know that this isn't working. Like, thanks. No, like I'm aware that this is really hard. Right. And that's for a typical kid. That's for a typical yeah. kid. What if you are like me yeah. or many, many other parents who have an atypical child? I have one of each, right? A typical child and I have a child with really high needs. Mm -hmm. And so then what do you do? What do you do? You know, then I felt yeah. it was my fault that he was like that, right? I didn't know. I didn't know. So, I mean, the darkness was pretty real for me. And I thought I might leave my family. Um, I considered maybe, you know, leaving this earth. It was, it was a really dark time for me and feeling like it was all my fault. I honor that you share that with us because mm -hmm. um, I'm sure that you're not the only person who has been there. And I'm glad you made the decision to ask for help and get help and move forward, which really ended up being transformative. But the crazy thing is, is like none of us can imagine what kind of parenting journey any other parent is having. And one of the things that I really try hard, very hard to do as a parent is to really reserve any kind of judgment on any child's behavior or any parent and the way that they're talking to their child or dealing with their child, because we don't know 99% of what's going on with that child behind closed doors. And we don't know how hard it is. And we don't know how much pain 
um, a parent might be in or shame or trauma the parent is experiencing trying to like figure this all out. So you were in a really deep, dark time. You said you hated yourself. Like you really went through a difficult time. I want to know, like, was it a moment? Was it a referral? Like what made you just say like, I don't want to live like this anymore. I want to make a difference and to connect with this, this coach you hired. So there was a moment. Um, there, <laughs> there's a couple of moments that are connected. Um, one is I love Oprah. I'm not afraid to admit it. I love her. I she's, yeah, she's the best. Yes. I, I, I'm not someone who like idolizes many people, but I really do love her. And I was watching a super soul Sunday and she had Dr. Shafali Sabari on and I was like, okay, well, what is this woman going to teach me? Right? Like, we'll see is, was my attitude. And I was like, oh my gosh, like she explained things in a way that was so different than anything I'd heard, you know, like, and, and look, I had, when, when we say I had sought out help, I had sought out help from many different places, none of which helped me. So it wasn't until I discovered the world of peaceful parenting and conscious parenting, intentional parenting, all really the same. It's all the same idea, just yeah. different that things really changed for me. And so I bought Dr. Shafali's book called the conscious parent. And I just let it sit there for a little bit. Cause I, and I kind of gave it a dirty look every once in a while and said like, Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're just going to make me feel worse. Like all the other books had done yeah. it made me feel like it was my fault. But instead she had a section in the book, which was life changing for me. It was, I can accept that I sometimes lose my center before my child. I can accept that I am not the parent I expected I would be. I can accept that my child has higher needs than I thought. I, ex I can accept that my child is not the child I expected to have. It was all about accepting what is right. And that I could also accept myself for all of my flaws as well. And that was life-changing to the point where I went to see Dr. Shafali live at one of her conferences. And that's where I was introduced to the idea of a parent coach, met my coach and hired her and sort of the rest is history. <laughs> wow. So that, you know, what's interesting as I, you know, as I talk to more people about their story and about, you know, their personal journey of self-love as well as how it fits into their business, there is often a moment and it's like, it feels like this moment of like by accident or I just happened to watch this. And I feel like there's sometimes like these moments that we really are like, it, they're like a gift, right? And it's, you know, instead of just like happenstance or whatever, it's like you really needed that gift at that time. You felt like you'd been to all the places and no one was actually like, sometimes you feel like no one's actually listening to you. You're like, no, but really, like I've read the book and I did this and no one's listening to me. And then you finally like out of nowhere come across something that actually leads you to a solution. You took action. You read the book, right? You didn't just buy it. You actually read the book and then you totally conference and took that action for yourself, which ended up transforming your life and your business. And I love that so much. So tell me a little bit about today when you're working with your clients who are, you know, a lot of them are where you were, right? That's mm. your specialty. Where, how do you help them to get from, I hate myself as a parent right now to I'm a mm -hmm. loving and kind person? Like, how does that, can you share a little bit about your process? 
Yeah. So when, when I work with parents, I, I help them to see parenting in a new way. Right. And so um, I'm going to give you kind of a long answer, but I'm going to answer it. So on the one hand, when, when, when we're dealing with parenting, uh, I look at, on the one hand, we look at kids, we look at their behavior, we look at um, what's going on with them, but we look at their behavior as communication, letting us know that there's either a need that isn't getting met, uh, an emotion that's unacknowledged or unvalidated, or there's a skill that they don't just have yet. We also look at brain science. So I love talking about the brain and how the brain works and stuff like that, because those are the facts. Those are things that we can hang our hat on. So taking that, the, on the other hand, is the parents, right? Why, if, if their behavior is only over communication, then how do they understand it? How do they currently interpret it? And it's in that moment where we look at our kids in a different way. We understand that the behavior itself is not the issue. It's underneath it. It's the, it's that there's something going on that there, our kids need that that changes everything because it's like, okay, Hey, it's not about me. It's, incidentally, never about you ever. It's only about the other person and understanding that your kids are just trying to get their feelings and needs met. So then we also look at like, why do you get so angry as a parent? What are your triggers about? You know, where are the hurts that you've experienced? Most of which is in childhood, right? In the way we were parented and we go and we go back and we heal those. And then throughout the time that I spend with my clients, we're always talking about, okay, what are you doing to take care of yourself? Because if you're not taking care of yourself, then you are going to be way more more quick to anger. Your um, sense of self is going to be way less. And so it's also cultivating self-compassion, right? Which is knowing that failures and missteps in life are a shared human condition and that we don't outweigh the negative over the positive, which is about, you know, taking in things that are positive in your life or that are, that are joyful and creating a balance between negative and positive. So it's a process. There's not one thing I do or, or don't do, but it's, 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 constantly challenging my clients to look at things in a different way to cultivate that joy and that and and um that gratitude and and really understand that our kids behavior is not about them that they just need to go and show up for our kids in a different way and deal with our own issues our own anger our own insecurities separately that is very helpful. Thank you. I really appreciate that, that you explained kind of the way you look at things. Now, I know you have an, a number of, I know people can hire you and work with you, but if they just want to get introduced to Robin, um, you, you've got their podcast that you have, you've got. So I have my podcast. Yeah. Um, I also have a mailing list where monthly you'll get a newsletter from me and, uh, and my podcast, which you are, I'm so grateful to have you on it as well. You've just joined me for an episode. Um, yeah, you know, I want to be able to help parents as much as possible. So, uh, whether you hire me or you buy my book, um, you can go to yellingcure.com and, and find my book there. Um, I have lots of resources to help people, but my book is $5.90 U.S. Um, so it's virtually and, free, basically. Like, I mean, it's, it's not bad. Content. It's not bad. And is it an ebook or a physical book? Yeah, it's an ebook. It's oh, so an ebook. super easy to access. That's a very, Absolutely. yeah, that's a reasonable, like inexpensive way to get to know Robin. But through your podcast, you can get to know Robin even better. What that's what I love about a podcast is it's a great way to, you know, really hear someone and get to know them and 
who they are and the way they interact with people because that's really important when you're hiring a coach. And then just out of curiosity, when you're, people are hiring you to work, like, to work with you as a coach, mm-hmm. you have, like, is it a package? Is it a, like, how exactly yeah. is it? Is there, like, a certain commitment? Because I know some coaches, you know, they have, like, we're going to work together for a certain amount of time or else I don't feel it's going to be effective. So I'm just curious about mm-hmm. what that looks like for you and your clients. Yeah. Um, thank you for asking. I have, I have a couple of different options, um, but to work with me one-on-one is really where, you know, where you really get the change, right? Like that's why, you know, books will help you to get the inspiration and help you to, to be the start of where you need to go. But then really there is no one size that fits all. So you really need to, to be able to see things in a way where, and be with someone who can see your blind spots that you can't see, right? Who can say, okay, well, this situation unraveled here, but actually way back here is where it started. And you can't even see that because you're too in it, right? So I work with clients for about three months. And during that time, there's 10 one-on-one calls plus ongoing support and other resources and that sort of thing. So my my objective is always to over deliver in the support to get my clients to the new place where they want to be. So so that's what I do. Yeah. And I'm so so honored to do it. That is fantastic. So it's great because people can connect with you on whatever level they choose to a little bit of Robin, a lot of Robin, depending on where they are, <laughs> how much they resonate with your message. And especially, I love that you personally have been through a journey of really like creating self-love. You are a person that has just a beautiful, joyful personality. And that's one mm-hmm. of the reasons why I wanted to connect with you about this project before we leave. Um, just if you could share one habit or change mm-hmm. or practice that you know, those who are parents who are listening or watching this could implement today that you think could make just a little bit of difference. What would that be? Yes. Okay. So mm, I'm, I'm trying to decide between one and two. Um, so let me, let me start with one. Um, one being when we are triggered, when we're upset, the best thing to do is to really use that feeling of anger rising and you know your blood boiling use that as your signal to just pause and take a moment and take a breath take a few breaths to calm yourself down and get yourself back into a more rational state where you can respond to your child with peace and with empathy and patience and and all the things that you probably need to go and and bring to them. Um, Really what you're doing is you're putting space between their behavior and your reaction. And when you put that space in, it allows you to transition from anger, resentment, all of those, those negative feelings to something where you can show up with curiosity, with patience, and maybe with some empathy. And that's really can be such a game changer for your kids. Um, I love that. Yeah. I love the pause. It really aligns with, I have a similar strategy. It's so funny when we were talking, you know, earlier on your podcast, you were talking, I had a, I shared a similar strategy and we like, didn't know, we didn't talk about it ahead of time. (laughs) No. I love that alignment. I love that. Just that word pause, right? If we can mm. remember to pause, that will help us in so many situations, whether we're parents or not. I think that mm. word pause is such a gift. So yeah. thank you so, so much, Robin, for being a part of this. It's been such a wonderful joy to chat with you today. And uh, you. make sure you connect with uh, Robin on all the socials. If you're listening, Robin, can you 
are, where's the easiest way to find you? Is it through your brand or through your name? So on Facebook, it's uh, Robin McMahon, just to have to note the spelling because I spell it in a very unique way, but it's Robin McMahon, uh, parent coach. And then um, same with Instagram. And then you can find everything you need about me at um, yellingcurebook.com. Ooh, yellingcurebook.com. And it's Robin with an extra B in the middle. So And an I. Deny. <laughs> so um, again, it'll be in the notes, but uh, make sure you're connecting with Robin. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. If you'd like to continue your journey with gratitude or stay connected, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and TikTok. Did you learn something from this episode? Was it of value to you? Please share with your friends and don't forget to add us to your favorites and download the episodes automatically when they are posted.